Welcome to Pitch Session. That's Pitch with a P. I'm Kirsten. I'm Andrew. Episode number three, Gabby. Like we made Episode it. number three. That's uh what's it what it's officially a winning streak when it's three in a row, right? Right. Two is two oh, in a row, but three, that's a winning streak. Name that movie. That's Major League. Come on now. Um That's Major League things, Two. No, that's from Major League. That oh, part's okay. from Major League. <laughs> yeah. That's from Major League. Um, okay, so a lot happened last week. We have a new number one team. The uh, Iowa Hawkeyes jumped six spots from number seven to number one. They are four and zero. Uh, they received thirty-five first-place votes to overtake North Carolina, who fell to three and one. One thing I found to be a fun fact here, Gabby: um, only one team in the same spot in the second poll as they were the first. Virginia yeah. is still number six. Everyone else moved at least one spot. Um, Iowa, uh, like we said, from number seven to number one. The biggest gainer, though, is your Duke Blue Devils, who jumps seven spots up to number 13, where the biggest losers uh, in the second poll are the Penn State Nittany Lions, who drops six spots down to number 11. Big shakeup. This is where you would say something. I'm, I said big shakeup. Oh, that's not that much. I was hoping for more brilliant analysis. Well, let's get into it then. Okay, let us. Well, I mean, I think Iowa absolutely deserves this number one. It's, I mean, for their perform performance in the first week, um, their last two games, two wins, not as, you know, it wasn't the ACC Big Ten challenge, but they're, they're still two quality wins. Um, what was it? Duke takes down Maryland. And this is where I would like to get into the poll a little bit because I would say that the the lineup from two to five, I find a bit problematic because if I'm looking at people or teams who got treated a little bit harshly in the poll, I would be looking at Louisville. So Louisville's four and oh. And in those wins, they beat Northwestern, who beat Duke, who beat Maryland. So I feel like I'm reading the Bible. Who begot Maryland. Um, yeah. So I think in my world, Louisville's number three, Northwestern's number four, and maybe Maryland's number six. Maybe University of Virginia is number five, but Northwestern's four and one, but we still have to consider strength of schedule and quality of opponent. And I just don't know if Maryland's Maryland has been tested and they lost to Duke. So these are my thoughts. Those are great thoughts. Thank you. Maryland four and one uh, Louisville is uh, they're undefeated. Uh, and, and like you said, they're fifth. Uh, and then you've got Syracuse just three and oh, it's seventh. And then Liberty uh, rounds out the undefeated teams in the top 10 at 4-0, followed by St. Joe's at 3-1. and um, I think you're forgetting about one other undefeated team on this poll. Your Rutgers Scarlet Knights? Or the Ohio State University Buckeyes. Well, we were going to get to them in a minute. The three teams that debuted in the poll. Uh, I see. Ohio State, Ohio State joined the party at 18. They're 5-0. 
Uh, Delaware at 19, they're three and one, and UMass is three and one, and they are the 20th ranked team now. Uh, this is the first week where teams that are below 500 cannot be ranked, with the exception of the Ivy League. They get an extra week because they started a week late. I learned that. So Princeton 0-2 gets to stay in the poll at 15, but they're going to have to get back to 500 this weekend or they uh, they will be going bye-bye regardless of where they would be voted. Yes, I think you're right. So and then so we have some teams who have to meet the eligibility criteria who are really in the balance right now and we have Michigan 2 and 2, Penn State 2 and 2, Boston College 2 and 2 and Wake Forest 2 and 2. So some of them We're are in a bit of a precarious of, position. They're a losing weekend away from saying bye-bye to the poll. Bye-bye. And I w- w- looking at this poll, I'm looking at I think teams who are in more of a precarious position in terms of like the games that they dropped are Wake Forest in Michigan. Always strong teams, but Wake Forest uh, lost to William & Mary last weekend, which was a big upset. Um, and then Michigan, I mean... Always stop playing William t- & Mary. Two and one. <laughs> you got to play William and Mary. So true. I'm just trying. Who am I pulling up here? Oh, yeah. Michigan, I mean, two close losses. North Carolina, Wake Forest, two strong opponents. But then. Yeah, but you know what, Kira? Close losses are still losses, my friends. You don't give That is very points. true. I mean, but we do. I mean, when we go to uh, see the teams for the NCAA tournament, we still we consider strength of schedule, don't we? Strength of schedule, but not strength of loss. They're not the same thing. Oh, well, you should tell us more about that as we get closer to the bracket. But I, I'm just looking at Michigan's two wins, and I feel like things are a little bit on the uh, on a precipice. They beat UC Davis 5-1, and they beat ODU 1-0 in overtime. So next up they have Davidson and St. Joe's, and then we start to get into the Big Ten schedule, and I think that's where the rubber hits the road for our, our Wolverines. Could be tough for the the maize and blue. That's right. And I do feel bad for I feel bad for the Ivies. I mean, I love the Ivy setup. I'm into it. But I think Princeton was treated a little bit harshly. And I know they lost their first two games. Like I I am aware of this. But those two games were against opponents, uh, close games, and it was Louisville and North Carolina. They took North Carolina overtime, and they lost to Louisville by one point. So, again, still two losses. But do I think that they should drop five places in the poll while uh, Rutgers moves up forward? I, mean, I don't know. But at the end of the day, they went 0-2. I would say they lost by one goal, not one point. Just oh. going to say, we don't really have points. Not like in baseball, in we don't have points. We have runs. In in field hockey, we really have goals. We don't really have points. I, I appreciate just, that correction. It's important to be accurate. I would agree. And, you know, you're, you're coming in so loud and clear with your new microphone. I would hate for, you know, the focus I was to be wondering on the fact what, that you said points and not, not goals. I was wondering what the effect would be on the other end of this. Is it good? 
you sound lovely. Like I feel like I'm Thank listening you. to like a I feel like I'm listening to like a 1930s like radio broadcast, you know? Like it's very I can audio do everything in my positive. in my 1930s voice. What? See? There hasn't been field hockey here in 30 years. That was my your southern rolling, voice. My mother's going to be rolling her eyes at that. She didn't like me singing a little tune last week at all. I enjoyed it. I, I think your mother is is respectfully mistaken. Oh, you're very oh, talented. You're going to have to take that up with her. I don't think she'll appreciate that. And, but. You know, I have her I have her in a top spot in my Get Hot Power rankings this week. Oh, because she's following us on yeah. Twitter. Well, she's a mover and a shaker in the power rankings, no doubt. 100%. Um, Any yeah, other so outcomes from last weekend that you uh, found notable here? Notable. I mean, there are there were some big ones. Two upsets, I think. So William and Mary over Wake, but also Cal over Penn State. Um, three, two, and double overtime. That was a big upset and, and a big moment for Cal. I think it was their first win over a top twenty opponent since like two thousand seven or something like that. So, go. Uh, are we are we Golden Bears or just Bears? Are we, they are. No, they're gold? the Golden Bears. Yeah, they're the okay. Golden Bears. Okay, the yeah. Golden Bears from the Golden State of California. Um, they have I also, for them. yes. Um, I also really enjoyed, I watched UVA and St. Joe's in the great city of Philadelphia. Um, UVA won two one, but it was an exciting game. Very exciting. Super fast, little chippy, which, you know, I like, um, and I, there were a couple players that I think are going to be really, really fun to watch and probably are going to get some postseason honors. And I am happy to report from viewing it on the television, the Hawk was in attendance. At the, the Hawk game. was there. That's the big. Hawk with the new was outfit. there with the new outfit. Yes. And I have to say on second look, I hate it even more. It's so bad. The head is too big. The wings are, <laughs> it looks so bad, but he was there. That's incredible. Do we know the hawk's gender? I don't know. If the hawk he? has a gender. Do we refer? Do we to refer to it as he? But the hawk was there. Yeah, I and don't think the hawk has it. Well, as one the does. Hawk, the hawk was flapping. Um, and it was exciting. I kind of leapt off the couch because I was like, "Oh my god, something to talk about!" How exciting! I'm really sorry I missed that. I'm sorry you did too. And beyond the fact that the Hawk was there, it was a really good game. Um, and it, it's kind of fun. I feel like I'm watching the UVA of old. Um, we're really a take no prisoners team. We are playing fast and having fun. Uh, and yeah, their horse was on the sideline and they're having a good time. So that was exciting. And then here, so a couple other games that I thought were very interesting, and one of them was Louisville versus Penn. Louisville won 2 1. And I think Penn right now is 0 2, but they had two close losses against Louisville and uh, UNC. So I'm excited to see what Penn does next. Um, they have, an, they have a, a cross city game this weekend against Drexel, and they're playing Georgetown. So we'll see what Penn does. Um, and the other game I I thought was interesting was St. Francis University 
lost to Miami and Indiana. And I only bring up this loss, these losses. They lost 3-1 in both of the games. Just to point out that St. Francis is starting 4-2 and two this year. Um, and this coming from a team who last year finished 8-12 and 12 and 7-12. and 12. So a really strong start. I just want to point out it's a strong start from a team that has struggled for a bit of time. And um, they didn't even have home field advantage for the wins that they got. So, because they still play on the longer turf. So, I think that's exciting for St. Francis. A program on the rise. I've always I said. I think so. Uh, you know, they played, you know, Peta, you know they, they played yesterday and won. Yes. A little midweek I action. I think, they knocked off Lockheed. I think, I think we got to keep our eye on St. Francis. Um, yeah, their coach, Betta Serretta, she's been there. I think she's been there three years, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but something exciting's happening over there at St. Francis. I mean, I love it. I've been to St. Francis. Have you been to St. Francis? Uh, I have driven through St. Francis. So, no. Um, I don't think that's I don't think that's safe. I went there Where for a men's Saint basketball Fr- game. Loretto? Is it Loretto, Loretto? Pennsylvania? It Loretto, Loretto, Pennsylvania. I have I have driven so and I, I'm gonna amend that. Betta's been there for seven seasons. But we're making some steady progress and she's great. So good luck, Betta. Well, and I mean that's great. Maybe red they, flash. They, the red flash. Are they are they the pitch session team of the week? Oh, um, no, because they lost twice. But I, I I just want us to keep our eye on them. Well, who's the pitch session team of the week then? Oh, man, I'm so unprepared to pick a team of the week, but uh, I think it's I think it's your Cardinals, L1C4. Those are, those are your Louisville Cardinals. You're, they're everyone's Louisville Cardinals. They are. I mean, they really are. What a wonderful place. Although nothing is open on Monday. Yes, <laughs> as you're aware. Everything in Louisville is closed on Mondays, and it's very frustrating. And you Especially wanna, when you, you travel know, all the way there to just get some homemade candy. Some trinkets. And you want to take part in the commerce of the city and nothing's open. So it then can be you go to the turf and your phone melts. How how was it standing on the turf at Traeger Stadium for you? I gotta tell you, it was a great feeling. You know, to realize that I was following the steps of so many great cardinals. And and future can you, cardinals. Can you name too, can you name a couple cardinals? Give me one. Not cardinal. right now, no. Uh Aaron Schneck. No, just one. There you go. Aaron Schneckenmiller. I did. He's so good. So good. Kirsten Gebhardt, assistant coach. Yeah. I wouldn't say I rank up there as one of the great cardinals because I wasn't a player, you do but in you my know, heart. I'll take you do it. In my heart. Thank you. I'll take it. What uh? What's your game of the week coming up this weekend? Coming up, okay. This was really hard because I have a long list of games to watch, and I'm kind of interested in some. We got a few little like city state rivalries that are exciting to me. Um, we have a lot of those. Wait, we, we do. There really are. Um, but my game of the week, ah, I'm struggling. I kind of. I feel like I, I've mentioned UConn as a team to watch every episode, <laughs> but I'm going to do it again. They're playing Syracuse on Sunday. 
and a love me and old Big East rivalry. And these two teams sure. just despised each other. They don't like each when, other. They don't like no. each other. Well, I mean, I would say when they were conference rivals, it was really, it was, it was deep and ugly. Yeah, but and, I, I and, don't and, think it's gotten in the best better. way, in the best way, you know. So I, I think, despite UConn taking some serious hits, so like in the first couple weeks of the season, they're gonna show up to uh, put it to Syracuse. Is and I'm I wow. will be watching that game. That's your pick session lock of the week. What's what lock of the week? Yeah, that's your lock of the week. What is a lock of the week? I don't know what that is. That's your lock that Connecticut's going to win. Oh no! No, I I think Syracuse is going to win, but I think it's going to be. That's your lock of the week. Intense. It is my lock of the week. Sure. That's a tradition on pitch session. Kirsten's lock of the week. (laughs) Is it? We just yeah, we just started it right now. Traditions right now. have to start somewhere. A... Like there was a moment right, writing... in time where that hawk, there was a moment where that hawk did not flap its wings, and then a moment where it did flap its wings. Yes. That's then... like right now, the lock of the week. Things changed and things are gonna change here on out. And I think it's it tradition is you gotta do it three times. Similar to winning streaks. So we'll make who? I'm just saying, I think that's what like the definition of it, like in order for it to be considered a tradition. I've never heard that. Okay, well, so, you heard it here fo- like her- first, folks. Uh can I tell you some of my other uh games to watch? Sure. Well, I mean, what I got on here? Harvard playing Liberty. Liberty is a bit on fire at the moment. Coming off a uh, a uh, shootout win over your American Eagles. That's right, and um, they've already announced that the game's gonna the time's gonna move because of extreme heat. So that game on Friday is at noon. Now, you know that that because it's not gonna be hot at noon. Like That's I was outside I at noon today. Would... It was a million degrees. Like, what are we doing? Play the game at six I in the morning, this, then. Like, we're literally playing at high noon. Like, isn't that the hottest time of the day? Yeah, play it late. Oh, play like it at seven. Is. But still, I mean, if our options really, are a 10 a.m. game or a 6.30 game or a noon game, which one is going to be the hottest? Yeah, noon noon makes no sense. And And why would Liberty need to do that anyway? Don't they have God on their side? <laughs> well and have you seen the, like, you gotta watch one of these games if it's at home and they score these huge flames just shoot out behind the net it's well maybe well, hang on maybe maybe that's why it's so hot because they're shooting fire <laughs> yeah maybe if they stopped that they wouldn't have to change the game time they wouldn't have to be so concerned about excessive heat they'd just stop shooting those flames off oi uh we also have uva playing william and mary a another commonwealth face-off commonwealth showdown Um, and this is interesting because william and mary their record at the moment is one and one which i find very interesting because we're two weeks in and everybody else record but it's like everybody else who is a non-ivy league team is 
four and so we're we're four to five well, games I, in, and William and Mary's played twice. They're, they're, well, they're pacing themselves, and you know what? It makes yeah. sense. You know, you don't want to die. And in. I think it's paying you off. They be wake. They be wake. That's why I'm interested. Yes, and like they're playing UVA, who's on a bit of a hot streak. But I mean, with one and one, William Mary has recovered. They're ready to attack this game. I'm yeah, kinda, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. They are fresh. Um, I also have uh, Princeton Delaware as a game to watch. Um, I think this this is a winnable game for Princeton. But you know, Delaware is what's our oh Delaware Delaware's two and one right now. They've beat the ODU. No, the three and one. ODU Villanova Columbia. So they're. Th yeah, their second Ivy League opponent. You know, so they're three and one. Princeton's zero and two, ready to fight back. I think it's winnable for Princeton, but I think it's going to be a good game. Delaware is always good for some flash and some some speed, um, some you know, height on the field. Usually, flash? what's that? Kent State's always good for some flash. <laughs> so St. Francis, they're the red flash. See, and Kent State's keep, the golden flash. You know, I'm we've got the. About St. Francis. We got the Missy Mahar Invitational this week. The Terrapin Invitational Tournament is uh, underway, and I am excited for the Miami American University matchup because I think these two teams are well matched. Um, and you know, the Terrapin Invitational Tournament is such a great venue for some good hockey. I Always believe you've is. you've worked the Terrapin Invitational Tournament, have you not? A long, long time ago, but yes. They didn't call you this year long. to do some uh, game size. I, I, I won't be. I, I won't be in that at the Mahard Dome this weekend. No. Uh, AU plays. Uh, they play Yale Friday night. Little Friday night lights. Seven forty. Push back under the lights. And who's Maryland playing at the the TIT? Uh, Miami and Yale. They, they swap and play. Oh, duh, doy. That was sorry. That was not your greatest moment. You know, we could no. we could edit that out, but I'm not. I think we should keep it. Um, yeah, we will. I also got another interstate rival. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's a rivalry, but I think it's going to be a good game. Albany Cornell. That is a rivalry. Uh, That's the Empire State rivalry. It's the Finger Lake rivalry. That too. Sure, the pretty good Danes. And the medium-sized red. Uh, I think, yeah, that'll be fun to watch. And then we got Liberty Duke. Another good game. Because Duke Duke got that. I think I was surprised. I think a lot of people were surprised. Surprise win over Maryland. So see if they put it to the flames. That game, that game time, I, to my knowledge, has not changed due to excessive heat yet. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, you know, we'll see. And what's going to happen? What's going to happen in November when it's twelve degrees? Are we going to move games due to excessive cold? What are we going to well, do? Well, given we bring the given, we're going to bring the Liberty Flames everywhere and shoot them off <laughs> across the field to melt the snow in Michigan, which they could have used. You know that Final Four where there was like a foot yes. of snow on the turf. It yes, it's not fit for man or beast. Be charitable, Liberty. Bring your flames. That's part of the whole thing is being uh, charitable, that's right? That's right. That's right. 
I mean, this has been yeah. our most like introspective one. You started earlier talking about the Bible, and now we're talking about liberty. I mean, this is like well, as brilliant. I was as I was writing it down because um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Bible, Andrew. I've only read it sparsely, um, but yes, in the beginning, it's quite boring where you just say this person begot this person. And when I was writing down Louisville beat Northwestern, who beat Duke, who beat Maryland, that's what it reminded me of. You know, that's a dangerous game, though. Not not like when it comes to like, well, such and such beat such and such. Should they beat such and such? Oh, yeah. Like we can get. Because at the end of the day, can go, you can play that game all day. Well, and here's the thing. When when you're looking at the coaches, well, I trust the coaches. I mean, I think everybody's got a little bit well, of uh, the coaches game they're the playing. Well, who knows? Depends on where you work. But. They know the the players on the team, and I think they have a good gauge of potential. But still, I'm still a little hung up. I think Louisville should be higher. Maybe it'll work out next week. We'll see. Do you oh, believe? Oh, my last one. Can... Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, no, Hang on. Sorry, yeah, no, 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 no. Please, what were you saying, sir? No, Kirsten, please. It's your show. Well, the only thing I was going to say is Boston College is pl playing Boston University. So I don't know what that that game is, you know, titled as, but. It's the Beantown Brawl. Ooh. The Beantown Brawl will be yeah, happening Beantown this Brawl. weekend. I love now, the Beantown Brawl. Now, you know, Ball. you know, BU's field is on the site of the old Braves field. I did not know that. Wait, really? Yes, look that up. Yeah, look that up. The 1914 World Series was played at the exact location where BU plays field hockey now. Wow. And were Fun the fact, Braves, how did they do on that site? In 1914, they won the World Series, yeah. Whoa, all right. They they knocked off Mark Bashick's A's in that World Series, although they weren't so his maybe age quite yet they can really channel that winning spirit. I don't know where this, the Beantown Brawl is being played this year. It is being played on the campus of Boston University here. Oh, okay. So hopefully the Terriers can really channel that winning uh, 1914 energy and pull out a win. Yeah. You know, yeah. I give the travel award this weekend to the Stanford Cardinal. They have a bi-coastal weekend. Oh, you know that? Really? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I I did not oh, yeah. know that. They they host the Richmond Spiders uh, Friday uh, in the Bay, and then on Sunday they make the journey to Columbus to take on Ohio State. Wow! So not really by coastal. Close enough. It is close enough, and uh, that's going to be that's a tough travel weekend. Oof! Best of luck to you, Stanford. Now, do you think that Iowa being number one in the nation, do you think that the corn sweats are part of what helped get them there as they get set for their home opener this weekend? Like, will that, that be part like of it, their home field advantage? Is this their, this is their home opener? I, I mean, the home opener, I'm telling you, yeah. there, it affects you. And it's hard to, it, you know, in the same way that you got to like acclimate when you go to, you know, Denver, you're playing at altitude. You gotta you gotta train for the corn sweats. If I'm central, well, I don't know, central Michigan, they got some corn, but if I'm UMass Lowell, UMass Lowell, man, this they week, have no chance. No God, chance. Maybe 
maybe I'm, I'm practicing in sweatsuits. You know, we got, you know, you get those, what are those things we're wearing during COVID? The like shields. <laughs> the, the really got, over the top shields. Yes. Yes. The shields, which I'm not going to lie, sometimes came in handy, but maybe you're training in those. You know what like, my you favorite prepare. was? Tell me. I'm sorry. The people who wore the shields and, and then went and smoked the cigarette. <laughs> like they just want to keep know. it maybe they did that for your benefit no but you know you saw the people they had the face mask on <laughs> or the shield and then they took it off to smoke their cigarette and i'm like at that point bro like just go for it like what are we doing i think you're not giving them enough credit like i think they were trying to keep the the cigarette smoke contained towards them to to protect the you their fellow smoke. Yes, they're fellow citizen. They're looking out for it, you. It, it has been my experience that most smokers do not concern themselves with secondhand smoke. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. Ugh. All right. Any big predictions for this weekend? Is Iowa still number one next week? I'm going to say yes. I say yes, absolutely. But I do think we see a sh we see a shakeup in the next in the the next. 10. I think we get Liberty, Climbing, UVA, Louisville, Syracuse, Climbing, Michigan, Dipping, and, and maybe Northwestern, Maryland, and UNC. I think things are maybe a little bit more up in you the just named up. You just named every team in the poll. Well, no, I didn't. Basically. It's a 20 it's 20 team poll. You just named okay. like 17 teams. Okay, Princeton <laughs> plays at Delaware at Rutgers. They have to win both of them to be ranked next week. Are they ranked next week? Yes. Wow. The Tigers remain on the And let me just tell you, I'm sorry, Rutgers is at home, by the way. So at Delaware, Rutgers at home. Then they follow that up with at Maryland and home Connecticut. So um, a tough task. You, hear, you, wanna, you wanna hear something wild? This is my prediction. At the end of then after two more weeks, Princeton's going to be four and two. All right. That's my prediction. We're not tracking these predictions. Like what predictions did I make last week? And was I right? I just, Probably I not. Just assumed they were, I just assumed they were all right. Yes. Take what I say as gospel. Uh, that, that's worked for me my whole life. Here, here's my other prediction. Here's the team that appears on the poll next week or the following. Okay. But I think next week, Virginia Commonwealth University. The Rams. The Rams. The Rams. You don't want to go to the war with the Rams. No, you don't. And especially not this year. I like the Rams. Who do they play this weekend? Well, yeah, they got a bit of a tough. Well, they're going to Louisville. So they're playing Bellarmine sure. first. And then they got the uh, cards. One does. So they're doing yep. the uh, Louisville two-step. Yep, they are. I think both games, where, yeah, both games are being played at Traeger Stadium. Where do you think they'll stay? Oh, great question. I mean, what's the there ideal couple, uh, Here's the thing. There are a couple budget hotels by the field that are going to fit within your spending limits um, as VCU, and you're conveniently VCU located. VCU has a close. decent little budget. Oh, they do. Well, yeah, I, I just question like you, somewhere nice. But I'm like, do you want to make the trip downtown and then like have to get on the bus and do all of that, or you stay close to the field and keep it easy? Kirsten, it's Louisville. Downtown's like four minutes away. 
it's it's like, it's, it's still a doubt. It's you know, it's inconvenient. Maybe they want to go to the Louisville Slugger Museum or the Muhammad Ali Museum. See this episode of Pitch Session. This episode of Pitch Session sponsored by the Louisville Chamber of Commerce. Isn't it the Possibility City? Mm, I don't know that. It is. Is it? Yeah. Um, other things you can do in Louisville. Store. You can maybe they'll take a tour of Churchill Downs. Why not? There's the nice Barbaro that uh, statue. Would you call it that out front? Uh, yeah, I think so. Or you could go to, I went, I'm trying to I remember. Up, hey, I went up to the Barbaro statue, Barbaro statue once and I, I swung and hit it and someone told me to stop that there was no point in beating a dead horse. <laughs> that wasn't one of your better jokes. I mean, I came up with it on the fly. <laughs> so it's pretty good. I asked the horse, I said, why the long face? What'd he say? Well, he was dead, so he didn't answer. <laughs> God. All right, I think that's it. <laughs> yep, I think so. All right, so uh, Iowa will still be number one. We don't know where ECU is staying. We expect uh, UMass Lowell to struggle with the corn sweats. Um, that about sums it up, right? That sums it up. All right, we'll be back next week. We'll see you next week, and we'll see you on the Twitter pitch session pod. Please, God, follow or the, us. Or, or, or the Gmail, right? <laughs> the Gmail, pitch session podcast at gmail.com. I haven't gotten any dad questions. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> but it got dark in Illinois, I see. Yes. When we started this, it was light. Now it's dark. Yes. Yes, which makes me wonder how long we've been doing this. But anyway, let's wrap it up. We'll see you all next week. Bye, Kier. Bye, Andrew.